Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. I am your host Medusa Asadam here to give Capricorns a general reading. Keep in mind Capricorns, this is a general reading so it may or may not resonate with you and also this reading will be timeless. I will be pulling energies from the past, present, and future so just take it however it resonates only if it resonates. Capricorns, if you're interested to see what the cards have in store for you, then definitely stay tuned. Okay, Capricorns, let's get started. So I pulled you guys this Astro Dice, um, and you guys had Saturn as well as First House, okay? So when we talk about Saturn, when we talk about Saturn, Saturn is connected to Capricorn, okay? <laughs> and uh, also, as well as Tenth House, and that is all about restrictions, uh, that deals with wealth, that deals with oppression, that deals with work, lessons, resilience, karma, structure, order, and tasks making. Okay? And so, uh, yes, first house is connected to Aries. That's all about self and expression, being an extrovert, mannerisms, being in spotlight, okay, being creative, and all about that presentation. All right, so let's see what's going on here. All right. I'm going to start off by pulling the external energies that may be affecting you by ways of people, places, or things, situationships, relationships, partnerships, fellowships. Now, though, throughout the reading, I may pull a particular zodiac sign. It may represent you, person of interest, timeline, or influence. So do check your houses if you're into that sort of thing. We'll read the description box of the episode so you know everything you need to know. And uh, disclaimer, I'm just a regular person who loves to pull cards and interpret it to the best of my ability. So don't ever feel obligated to listen to anything I say. Do your own research, okay? So let's go. We got these cards out. Oh, this one wanted to come out. All right, we'll take it. We'll take it. So let's get everything arranged here. Okay, so we are dealing with nobility, swiftness, okay, fairness of judgment. Okay, uh, we need to observe our thoughts, okay, direct our thoughts through will and love. Maybe dealing with some secret, secrecy, stubbornness, and plots. Okay, this may come from this energy of pride or being a bit fierce and impulsive. Okay, we also have her Simbi as well. I'm using the Voodoo cards to get the um, external energies here. Now, the Simbi card talks about uh, magic being used, but magic is just more so along the lines. I mean, depending on what a person, what kind of person we're dealing with here, right? Um, uh, magic is just energy being applied to something, right? And so, um, yes, magic being used or an applied force for a petty end, okay? This card is talking about how simplicity is better, all right? And then we close this off here uh, with a favorable outcome where uh, life um, aggregate, ag <laughs> life gravitates towards the good. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see here what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. Okay, so really it's just about like um, processing our thoughts, observing our thoughts before we decide to do something here. Okay, uh, this could be this energy here where we kind of walk ourselves into like a crossroads of some sort and um, having to make a decision. Okay, having to make a decision uh, or choosing to, hmm, for some, it could be paving our like paving their own lane, okay. Uh, for some, it could be doing such thing. Is it necessary? Who knows? We'll see, okay. Um, 
but overall, like, it really feels like observing our thoughts and just understanding that simplicity is better. So let's see what's going on here. Get some cards. I'm going to be using the African tarot cards. I hope everyone is doing well. I know I'm a little, I'm a day late with you guys' reading, but that's okay. I'm just trying to work on building my iron and all that stuff like that, so just bear with me. Let's see what we got going on. So we start off here with the Nine of Cups here in the Seven of Pentacles. Okay, so very much, this is giving me this energy here where, like, it kind of feels like a person is very much like, like, their expectations is, like, way high. Um, it's higher than what's actually happening, like, in the physical. Okay, um, a person, it could be aspirations here as well. So let's see here, Two of Swords here. All right. Let's see what's going on as well. There can be room for disappointment here. Um, and sometimes that happens, right, when expectations are high. So it's kind of like when, uh, like, it's like dealing with medio mediocrity or mediocre kind of, like, people or situations and really just thinking, high, like, highly of a situation or a person uh, more than, like, they deserve, it feels like, for some... Let's try this again. All right, so I'm going to shuffle this in because these cards are, um, they, they tend to stick together. So we're going to just pull. So let's see. All right, so it's being clarified here by the uh, Two of Swords, Seven of Wands. So two sevens here. Okay, sevens can bring about a bit of challenge, and there's this need to kind of be observant, okay, and aware when it comes down to a particular situation. Uh, um, be honest, okay, and uh, use your, your wisdom, okay, um, when we're dealing with this situation here. But we also talked about that, right, um, with that firmness of judgment, okay, so... I mean, not firmness, uh, fairness of judgment, sorry. Um, let me see. Hmm. So it really feels like, yeah, like it kind of feels like high expectations, dealing with a mediocre kind of like uh, scenario situation. And um, there's two swords here. There's a little bit of disappointment here. There's a little bit of kind of like waiting. I do feel like if it's like an external person, uh, there's this need to kind of hold off on uh, saying anything or doing anything or being proactive in anything for whatever reason. It could be a defense mechanism. Okay, someone's defenses could be up here with the Seven of Swords. I mean, Seven of Wands here. A person could be like pained, like going through some things. So there's a little bit of holding off here. Uh, it's very much guarded kind of energy here. And so I feel like there's a, there could be a person who's trying to, who's like waiting and trying to decide, like, okay, like, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Okay, decision. The challenge here is the sun. So not necessarily being in the full, the full light of the situation, okay? Fully aware, okay? Um, 
the word impurities come to mind for whatever kind of reason, but like it feels like it feels like judging a particular situation or a particular thing. Now, this Nine of Swords is coming through as, like, a person who could be, like, highly self-imposed, like, highly self-righteous like for some, highly self-assured like or whatever, or, or assertive or something. Um, there can be some judgment, like, judgments coming through here where, like, it, it kind of feels like maybe for some it could be feeling a little bit better than or whatever. Like, it's like... A, like, where a person can kind of feel like they got it and they don't need, like, any, like, assistance or help or whatever the case may be. It's kind of the, the situation where, like, you have this, like, for, for some, like, it's, like, war debate against, like, uh, medicinal, um, like, the pharmaceutical industry um, as opposed to the holistic industry, where it's, like, some people are, like, fully, like, on you know, that holistic path, which is understandable. And then some people are more so uh, comfortable and reliant on the pharmaceutical industry, which is understandable, right? But it really feels like, say, for instance, if a person has become hit to the holistic uh, kind of approach, it's more so along the lines of cast and judgment on the pharmaceutical kind of approach. So it's just like, oh, like I, won't, I, 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 wouldn't, I would never do something like that or I would never put myself in that position where I would have to rely on that whatever Right, because of all these negative things, and um, and so it kind of feels like that, right? When it's like when you put yourself, when you kind of place yourself in the middle, you kind of see both sides, and you understand that both has its amazing things, and both has well, however a person feels, it's just seeing both sides and understanding both sides, right? So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> So anyways, um, the sun here in the challenge, it really just kind of feels like for some, it could be like just making decisions based on something that a person doesn't completely, fully and truly understand. And so um, it could be this energy of dealing in the dark. It could be very much egotistical in that sense. And so um, if a person isn't comfortable or how can I say this, when a person kind of like walks in the room and they're not comfortable with assessing the room or just kind of, like, being in the background. It's this energy of having to do things to kind of, like, put themselves, like, in front, in the front and kind of, like, direct the party and all that stuff like that because it just makes a person more comfortable. Okay, it's very much on the lines of ego base here with the sun. Leo energy, if I didn't say that. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, Queen of Wands. Yeah, I kind of stepped ahead with that. So Sagittarius energy, very much being the the one, like, kind of calling the shots. Or just like, I, I want to kind of have things go my way because it's like I feel more comfortable or whatever the case may be. So if, if, if it's like whatever kind of situation, it's like, okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to kind of direct it the way I want it, things to be directed, okay? Let's see what's going on here. Eight of Wands, Ten of Swords, the Lovers, Gemini energy coming through. With that Queen of Wands, Sagittarius, I don't know if I said that. Then we have Six of Wands. 
So it feels like a it's like it feels like a shot in the dark kind of thing. Like it's like throwing spaghetti right on a wall and hoping that something sticks. I feel like that's the energy that I'm getting here with this uh, Eight of Wands. With this Ten of Swords, it kind of feels like. It kind of feels like self-preservation in a sense. What came to mind is that movie Descendant Part 2, or, you know, the, yeah, Descendants 2, where um, Sarah, I think her name, she talks about um, how she had to um, get rid of Juno in order to escape. So it kind of feels like that. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not call, I'm not saying that this is what a person is doing because this could be in some way, shape, or form, kind of like going towards a person and letting them know, like, hey, such and such is about to do such and such. But like, it really feels like kind of putting doing something in order to help a person out here, like help help like themselves out. I feel like okay, and so it's utilizing a difficult situation, right? to their benefit. So for an example, another example I'm getting this coming through right now as well is where it's just like, oh, like, um, using, a, like, a person's, uh, experience, right, or interaction where it's like, oh, you cheated on me, I'll take you back, but you better do what I say, or you better do this, you know, do right by me, or whatever the case may be. So it's like utilizing that experience of that person being uh, being a cheater as some kind, some way, shape, or form as a tool to manipulate, you know, a situation, right? So that they can feel on top, they can feel, um, they can feel like they are in control. They can feel like they are stirring, like you know, driving the boat. Uh, and so it, it kind of feels like that here, especially with this lovers here, Gemini energy. I, yeah, I said that. And so, like, it kind of feels like that, right? It's kind of like in those Disney movies where, like, the younger sibling, like, uh, injures the older sibling or vice versa. And then they, you know, utilize that as leverage to, to get the sibling to do what they want. And it's like, oh, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to tell mom and dad or whatever the case may be. So it's kind of like using that in, in that sense, okay? So <laughs> let's see here. Oh, all right. Well, I guess it's meant to happen. So let's – I was not thinking when I shuffled those cards. So let's see here. The past we have Wheel of Fortune, Ace of Swords. Yes, making, making use of a difficult situation or like a challenging situation. Like utilizing that to a person's benefit. Knight of Pentacles, yeah, definitely utilizing that. Okay, so it's like how 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 far can I stretch this here? Let's see. Heart space in the upside down. King of Cups, Scorpio energy. Okay, let's see what's going on here. So for me, usually when I talk about the court cards, and it's usually just the uh, Queen of Hearts card, but um, I usually say that they're they're 
more susceptible to manipulation. They're more prone to being manipulated. And I feel like with this King of Cups is giving me that energy as well, especially with this Queen of Wands, right? The Queen of Wands is very much influential, very much dominant in that sense. And then we have the King of Cups here, who is very much along the lines of like, not to say that they are incompetent or anything like that. It's just more so along the lines where it's like they know how to play the game in a sense where it's like um, they know how to do whatever they need to do in order to keep their, their position, right? To keep where they're at in a good standing, okay? Um, because it's in hard space and the upside down, it's more so along the lines of when a person is doing that, they're thinking that they're doing that for their benefit, but they're not realizing how that manipulation in that sense is programming them to remain submissive in a, in, in, in a particular situation, right? So they're not realizing that they can potentially be being pawns, right, in this, in, this, in this scheme or this game. Okay, we have the Seven of Cups here and the uh, Three of Swords here. And so if we're more so dialing it back down to more so personal, right, because this is about self-accountability here, if we put ourselves in the King of Cups energy, if we're in that space of needing to manipulate or whatever the case may be, it's because this is coming from a standpoint of insecurity for some, okay, not knowing how to properly solve a situation in regards to dealing with people accordingly, Okay, so you'll have like, you know, uh, people who take psychology or who's like a psychoanalyst or like a psychologist or like teachers or whatever who knows how to or should know how to deal with different people and, 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 and how to handle them in different situations, scenarios, and experiences. The King of Cups in the hard space and the upside down is more so along the lines of um, uncertainty, right? So it's like, okay, like I don't know how to handle the situation properly so that I can still be in my position and I can still maintain this relationship or this interaction without it going a bit cray cray, right? So it's this energy of like ceasefire kind of thing, right? Taming the dragon kind of thing. But it's more so along the lines of like, okay, I'm going to, it's kind of like Little Shop of Horror, right? Where it's like, okay, Seymour decides to feed the, um, the, uh, what you call that? The fly trap, I think, plant. And, um, it gets hungry and, 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 and ravenous and wants to eat off of people. And so Seymour in this situation, right, would be the King of Cups, right? It's a very loving, genuine, and, and, and the intent is good, right? But they could be manipulated into doing, like, not so great things, right? And so if we're talking about self-accountability here. The not-so-great thing is when we feel the need to kind of be in that space of manipulating people to do certain things in order to get what we want. And so that ravenous feeling that a person could be dealing with is that, that hunger for attention, for love, for the spotlight, for validation, for whatever. Okay, we got to ask ourselves these questions, right? And I feel like with this Seven of Cups here, it's very much along the lines here of, how, let me look at this card. Let me look at this card because this is different. It's giving me that shot in the dark kind of vibes here as well, where it's like, um, instead of trusting one's, because like, what, okay, the scenario that I'm getting here is like, picture like we're at like some kind of carnival or something like that, right? And we're sitting at a booth or whatever, and we have to like pin the, the, we have to like hit the dart 
on a balloon or whatever the case may be, right? So instead of like having the patience to kind of like get the right angle or whatever the case may be in order to make the, the, to kind of get that line of precision intact and whatever in order to aim or whatever, it's this energy here of just kind of like just spitballing or just, you know, like just kind of like being a little bit more careless and, and that could stem from a person's, uh, uh, how can I say this? Uncertainty of their ability to accomplish something themselves, right? And so it kind of feels like that. Um, it's kind of like when a person is also to doing a test or whatever, instead of like utilizing their their skills, their you know their wisdom, what they've the knowledge that they've acquired over the semester or whatever, to figure out you know the answer. It's like you know what I'm gonna just guess, right? And so it kind of feels like that. And with the three of swords here in a hard space in the upside down is this energy of maybe not understanding what it comes down to intense or pressured kind of situations or scenarios. Uh, there is this energy to kind of put ourselves in a situation that can potentially uh, cause disruption or um, an unfavorable outcome, okay? And so what really comes to mind here is, um, okay, that's just my opinion. So let's just keep moving. All right, heart space in the upright. We have here the world. Okay. I realize sometimes I do get in that, that mode of telling, uh, like, you know, disclosing my opinion. And I have to really be careful about that. So... We have here the world as well as the high priestess. And what this really kind of goes to show is the scenario where we were talking about instead of like just trusting ourselves in order to make this, you know, hit the, hit the dart in the balloon, right? Just taking our time, being patient with ourselves, making sure we get things right, going the extra mile, doing the, the hard work to um, get the answers on the test, right? That's what that energy is about when we're talking about the world here and the high priestess. And so everything that we need to know, everything that we need to acquire is, is, every, is everything within us, right? But we just have to apply ourselves, I feel like, here, what this is saying here, high priestess, Pisces energy. Okay, and so it's really much being in that space of just trusting that whatever it is that we need to do, we can do it. We don't have to manipulate other people to, to get these things, right? Um or to speed up the process, right? It feels really slow here, especially with that seven of pentacles. It feels really slow, okay? And so, you know, if we put it into different kind of scenarios where it's just like, okay, well, I want to be able to grow my channel or I want to be able to grow my audience or I want to be able to grow my clientele or whatever the case may be. And so it's this energy here where it's like, what can I do to speed up this process? Where it's just like, no, you kinda gotta go, look, you gotta go slow. Like, do the hard work. Trust in yourself. Don't, you, you know, like, trust that you have the answers. Trust that, you know, your path is designed perfectly and specifically for you. And um, it's, it's just being able to trust in your abilities, okay? Um, and I feel like that's what this energy is coming through with the heart space in the upright. So let's see here. Let's get into the future. All right. Aw, oh, no. 
they always have a fly on the floor. Okay, so the future we have here, Five of Cups, the Magician, King of Pentacles, Queen of Pentacles. So, okay, listen. <laughs> it feels like when a person has to give up something, right, that's like, that's like, it's not theirs. It kind of feels like that. We're just like, oh, man. Or it's kind of like when kids are told, like, they have to go home. You know, they want to stay at a little bit longer at the park or whatever. And they got to say goodbye. It's just like, no, I want to play a little bit more, whatever the case may be. It kind of feels like that. The feeling that I'm feeling where it's just like having to let go of something here with this Five of Cups, okay? So it's like it's the, it's not the end of the world, right? You can come outside and play tomorrow, right? Um, and, uh, like, it kind of feels like that. Even when we're just like tomorrow – you know, we can go to an even more amazing park, right? So it kind of feels like that. Um, and so it's, it's, it's letting something go where it's just like you have no idea what's right behind you, right? If you just turn around and look look ahead, right? So it's like saying goodbye to something that is no longer a part of the present anymore, like it's technically in the past, right? That phase is over, that phase is done, but we're like faced in the past and we're, we're, it's so hard to say goodbye. And, you know, we can, put, we can equate this to a scenario when it comes down to habits, right? Like there are certain habits where it's just like, we, it's, no longer, it's no longer conducive, it's no longer um, connecting, it's no longer working, it's no longer ethical for some it's just like okay like let's just let's just get past that let's just move forward if you hear noise in the background I do apologize those are my kids okay and so yeah it, it really just feels like okay like let's 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 turn around let's move forward let's move ahead let's you have no idea what's on the other side we got the two of cups here connected to the magician okay it's like everything that you you want to you want you can create moving forward just move forward and get and get proactive get active okay and then we close this off here with the king of pentacles and the queen of pentacles taurus energy as well as virgo energy now this is like a, a kind of power couple in that sense and if we're talking about like couples in that sense it's uplifting each other right it's allowing each other to evolve right individually and just trusting that two people can evolve and still be on the same page right um, sometimes we find ourselves in relationships and we are suppressing the other person, okay, and, 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 and repressing their growth, right, because it's this feeling here like they might outgrow me or they might, they might outdo me. And so there's this need to kind of keep them beneath, right, and it's like, no, like, in this situation, it's like, we both evolve together and we're both still on that same level. We're still on that same page. We can still be able to work together and, and be that um, dynamic couple. Okay, um, if we're being along the lines of more so personal, right, self-accountability here, the King of Pentacles, okay, it's just more so along the lines of mastery of self, right? And then with that Queen of Pentacles is once we are able to master, master ourselves, right, through the uh, spiritual practice of knowing thyself or getting to know thyself, we are then able to present ourselves in a, in a, uh, way for some that can come across as very professional, very much along the lines of like, uh, just if it's like a brand, right? It's like, it's a really good comp company. It's like a trustworthy kind of company. It's like, it's a, like, it really feels like just like looking at it. It's like, oh, wow. Like I could, I could utilize that or I could, I could, I, I feel inspired by that or I could work with these people or whatever the case may be. Right. And so it's this energy of 
being able to know yourself so that you can brand yourself accordingly and the people who who come towards it or is attracted to that is like-minded people okay and so um but yes i was talking about uh self-accountability here so getting to know yourself and then you're then able to better take care of yourself and better present yourself right uh in your reality okay and so we're going to take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back with the advice from spirit okay so let's see here so capricorn energy let's see what's going on here all right let's see what's going on here what's the advice for capricorn energy what's the advice for capricorn energy all right so we have here two so gabo and yuruz but usually i usually mispronounce these so let's get the book so we can see what the book says um I hope everyone's doing fine. I hope everyone's doing well. So, Gabo. All right, so generosity opportunity. So it says here, if this room card is drawn, the theme of the theme of giving and sharing is prominent. There may be a surprise gift arriving in your life soon, whether a material one or in the form of emotional support from others, or even the gift of discovering a hidden talent. The card urges you to appreciate this gift for the blessing it is, but it also indicates the need for you to shine a spotlight on the energies exchanges in your life right now, including personal relationships, partnerships, and contracts. Are you giving too much and receiving too little, or are you the one not investing enough in a situation? You are especially encouraged to ensure there is balance between giving and receiving in all your relationships. It also wants you to take a close look at the most important relationship of all, the one you have with yourself, and to create a harmonious balance between being sensitive to the needs of others and taking care of your own. Okay, and then we also have here, what is this one called? Um, let's see. We also have here, um, Urus, so ox and strength. So a symbol of root strength and power, the wild ox of ancient times was both revered and feared because it was wild. The rune is a symbol of physical power, vitality, and good health. It can also suggest great emotional courage. If you're going through difficult times, you must find the creativity inside yourself to pull through. You have great power within you and need to unleash that power. When you do, there is no stopping you. This is also a rune about the need to take a risk and not to fear change. But conversely, it may also be urgent caution. Energy that is misdirected can be a great can do great harm to both yourself and others. So ensure that your words and actions do not wound or result in chaos, but rather in healing and peace. Okay, so this is from Runes for Modern for Modern Life. We're gonna ha uh, hop on over to the Crystal Slash Gemstone cards to get the advice for uh, you Capricorns out there. All right, so let's see. What's the advice for Capricorns? What's the advice for Capricorns? What's the advice for Capricorns? What's the advice? Ooh. All right, so we got something here. We have, 
All right, so red jasper, so justice, strength, stability. So red jasper works closely with the base chakra and heals any wounds surrounding injustice, grounding you back to the earth. Red jasper alleviates chronic worry, clearing mental blockages to make space for balanced emotions and thoughts. Working with the base chakra, red jasper can also heal, help heal issues related to sex, inviting you to explore your sexuality in healthy ways. Providing stability and protection, red jasper balances yin and yang, expressing masculine and feminine energies that feel safe yet nourish. Okay, so Aries, Scorpio, and Mars. Let's see here. Let's close this out with a how to love yourself card all right let's get a card for Sagittarius no I'm sorry Capricorn I knew I was gonna I knew I was gonna say Sagittarius but Capricorn I'm sorry so it says here I release all feelings of negativity and guilt we create habits and problems to fulfill a need when I can find a positive way to fulfill that need I can release the problem all right so that is all that i have for you all capricorns out there i hope i was able to help you in any way shape or form good luck to you all in your amazing journeys until next time peace